Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Suplex Show with Brett A. I'm your host, Brett, as usual. And today we're going to be doing another top 10. And um, so um, I'm doing my top 10 favorite current wrestlers. You might be wondering, Brett, you already made this episode podcast. You made this episode, I guess you could say. And I did not actually make this episode. I made an episode about my top 10 favorite wrestlers of all time, and most of them were legends. And since I couldn't think of an episode to make for today, I decided to make take the easy way out and basically just redo a video or redo, redo an episode I already made, but make it different. Wow, it's so much different. So much different, everyone. So, uh, yeah, this video is only, it's only going to be my top, or why do you keep calling it a video? This episode's only going to be my top 10 favorite current wrestlers. None of those part-time scumbags, like Undertaker. Ugh, he's the worst. Ugh. Which, I don't know why people hate part-timers so much. I mean, I like them. I think it's cool to see them. But everyone's like, ooh, they're taking the young, th- the young people's spots and well that is true i mean they're they draw ratings they draw eyes to the product so i don't see why you complain so much it's only a problem when they go overboard with it like the goldberg beating the fiend for the universal title that's that's when it's bad but like normally like just a part-time account back for a match i don't see why people dislike it so much uh so yeah Oh, and by the way, you know, a little intro. Sometimes I talk about a uh, movie I watched recently. And uh, just a couple days ago, I watched The Quiet Place. Or is it A Quiet Place? I think it's The Quiet Place. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter. But I watched Quiet Place. And I thought it was really, really good, actually. I thought that second half just does not slow down. There were so many times when I, like, thought it was going to end. But then it didn't. And it's not like, oh, my gosh, this movie just went out. No, it's, like, 90 minutes long. It's just great, great job with, like, building tension throughout the movie. Really, really, really fun one. I enjoyed it a lot. And I went into it, and I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't really scary. But then I saw it was, like, PG-13. It didn't scare me too much, actually. I mean, like, a bit, but not too bad. So, yeah, I hope I'm able to see the second one soon, because now now I really want to see it. Because, A, I've heard it's good. And, B, I just watched the first one. I thought it was pretty good. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool stuff, that Quiet Place movie. I would recommend it if you haven't seen it. And so, uh, nevertheless, let's get into my top ten favorite wrestlers. And before we get to that, as usual... There's gonna be um some like not nominees like people just just couldn't make the top ten but I still wanna give a cheeky shout out to so uh, expect some of those too I'll see you there. Alrighty everybody welcome back to the show and now we're gonna be doing the nominees people couldn't quite make the top ten but still deserve a shout out for being awesome. So, let's start with the first nominee, which is the Swiss Superman slash Cyborg. Michael Cole doesn't really know how to stick a name with him. But, nevertheless, it is Mr. Cesaro, who I really like how uh, he's been booked. I mean, he hasn't been seen since the night after WrestleMania Backlash, or, or SmackDown after WrestleMania Backlash, when he got the beat down from Mr. Seth Rollins. And he was stretchered away. I haven't seen him since then. But I think WWE's done a great job recently of, like, pushing him and, like, making him seem like a legitimate title contender. Like, going into that title match with Reigns at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, I honestly, I could have saw it going either way. And I think that always, that's that's really nice. And I like how they've done that with him. They've built him up so he seems legitimate. Like, all his entire career, he was, like, the guy who WWE doesn't want to push. And now he's the guy that have pushed, and I think that's really nice. Really cool. 
And of course, I mean like one of the one of the best technical and ring workers of all time. I mean, like so many great matches, like the match with Reigns at Mania Backlash. Uh, his two matches with Rollins I thought were really good. The best of seven series with Sheamus when they were part of the Bar. The Bar is really good tag team too, by the way. I really like the Bar. They're really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other classic. Oh, they had the Fatal Four Way for the IC title. With I think it was like him, the Miz, and then Owens and Zayn. And like, there's so many others. Like his match, and he's like held so many like titles across his career, like in Intercontinental, U.S. Many a tag team titles. He's always been part of pretty good tag teams. I mean, the Bar and the Heart Dynasty, both really good tag teams. And he does the swing. The swing is cool. And he's really strong. And being strong is really cool. And being really strong and doing the swing is really cool. Like that time he did it to the Great Kali. That was pretty cool. Well, yeah, that's about all I have to say about Cesaro. Oh wait, sorry, I forgot to. The last reason I like him. He's one of those people where he just seems like an actual person. Like, there's some people in wrestling where, like, they just seem larger than life. And that's not, like, a bad thing. Like, it can be a good thing. But he's one of those people who seems down to earth, like a very nice guy. And, like, I've seen an argument leveled against him commonly is, oh, he's not He's not very charismatic. And I don't really think that's – well, I can see the argument – but I think what works in his favor is that he just seems like a genuinely nice guy and, like, a guy you would want to meet. So he doesn't need to be charismatic because he just has, like, a le- very likability factor, partly because, well, the IWC, Internet Wrestling Community, I believe that's what it stands for, loves him so much. And he just seems like a very likable person, like a very natural person. And I think that pays dividends for him, and it's really good. So, uh, yeah, Cesaro, pretty awesome. Next up. Nominee is his former tag team partner, Tyson Kidd. Just kidding. Tyson Kidd's good, though. I do like Tyson Kidd. But it's it's Sheamus. It's Sheamus. The Irish Brogue, who, in terms of in-ring wrestling, is having probably the best year of his career as a reason. Because he's had some absolute clangers. Clangers? Bang- bangers? I don't know. Some great matches in the past year. I mean, all his matches with McIntyre have been great. The ones with Ricochet have been pretty good. Um... That match with Riddle at WrestleMania for the U.S. title, I think is super underrated. I, it was one of my favorites from the entire show, to be completely honest with you. Uh, it was really good. And so Sheamus, I mean, great heel, like just like a hard-hitting, great hoss, which I believe hoss means like a hard-hitting wrestler or something. And like he can take a beating and bloody dish one out. I mean, did you see last week? He like bloody broke his nose. But he's, he's a tough guy. He keep, he's keeping the title. He doesn't care that he broke his nose. He... Does not care that he broke his nose, sir. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, Seamus, yeah. Of course, great in-ring worker. Great at, like, these hard-hitting matches. Can mesh well with just about any style. Be that a technical wrestler, a high flyer, or a hard-hitting wrestler such as himself. So, very good wrestler. Solid promo. You know, pretty good heel. Not the most likable guy ever, I'll tell you that much. So, it works pretty well as a heel. Not the best face ever, but he doesn't work face very often. So, easy solution. Yeah, Seamus is also pretty awesome. Oh, and just, like, okay, I already talked about some of this. But, like, even not, that was just this year, those matches. Like, he's had, like, some, the best seven series with Cesaro yet again. Had um, some really fun matches back in the day. And I hope he continues to, because I think Seamus is really cool. I hope he, I hope I see him in the, Hope I see him back in the WWE title picture someday. But I think I think this uh, I, U.S. title run's got some real potential, and I hope 
eventually gets drafted over to SmackDown during the draft so that, A, he can, you know, work with some new people because Raw's roster is, to say the least, lacking, and, B, so that he can finally win that IC title because, A, I think he'd make a great workhorse champion, and, B, he's never won it before, and all he needs to do is win that to become a Grand Slam champion. So that'd be nice if he could win that. I think it'd be really cool. Anyway, next up is um, Seamus' uh, former friend and rival of his. We're just kind of, like, transitioning between each of them. Like, we had Cesaro to Seamus, Seamus to this next person, but this next person won't blend very well with the next person, so whatever. But the next person, um, next nominee is a Mr. Drew McIntyre. And normally, I would have put him in the top ten. But I think WWE has severely botched him as of recent. I think McIntyre's really cool. I like him a lot. But they just give him title shot after title shot, and they just throw him in the main event scene, even though he'd be fine as, like, challenging for Sheamus' U.S. title. But no, but no, WWE just wants people not to like him, I guess. But I still like him, despite the fact that WWE is just trying to ruin him. I think McIntyre, first of all, what a wrestler. Like, is a big man who can do acrobatics. Well, not, like, super acrobatics, but he's done his... I've seen him do two Spanish flies and like, you don't see bloody Lesnar doing Spanish flies, do you? Or Lashley. I mean, like, also, the Claymore is a great finisher. Looks brutal. I love it. Especially when someone does the flip cell, like Humberto or Cedric. That that flip cell, beautiful. Awesome finisher. Love his moveset, too. I think he's got a really fun, dynamic moveset. I think he's a great storyteller in the ring. He can have a great, like, match where, like, he works, like, targeting the arm and all that stuff. I think he's really good at that, so that's pretty cool too. I mean, McIntyre, obviously awesome, great wrestler. I mean, his title reign last year carried the company through the well. One was one of the people who carried them through the pandemic era. He had some really good matches at Champion, like the um, one with Rollins and Money in the Bank, or the one with Ziggler at Extreme Rules. I also thought was really fun. But um, even to an extent, I thought the SummerSlam match with Orton was pretty good. Thought the Clash Champions match with, or- with Orton was pretty good. Wasn't the biggest fan of the Hell in a Cell one. Thought, oh, the match with Reigns was really, really good. And uh, the match with Styles at TLC, really good. Just so many good matches. And uh, this match, and then he was in the triple threat for the WWE title this year, which was really good at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Also another fun one. And, of course, and he's such a great promo. He can work as, like, a menacing heel very well. Or he can work as, like, again, like I talked about Cesaro, where they just seem like a real person. McIntyre also uses that to his advantage. He seems like like a genuine person you might meet and a very nice person at that. And he's very, like, down-to-earth and genuine with the fans, which I think really works in his favor. And that's why I like Mr. Drew McIntyre so much. All right, three, three, three nominees left to go. And then we're going to take a quick break, come back with the top ten. So, next nominee, like I said, don't really have a good transition to him, but he doesn't work in the same company as Drew McIntyre. That's right, everyone. It's the first of, I think, three. Is it three or two? Two. Three. Sorry, three. Three. Three AEW wrestlers in this um, thing. Obviously, I'm an AEW fan. Not as good as WWE because I just when I first started, I watched WWE, so there's just kind of that connection there that I just – I like them a bit more. But that's not to discount AEW because I think they have some awesome people. Like this next person. One uh, one half of the most underrated tag team, in my opinion, in AEW, even though they're still recognized as good. It's Mr. Luchasaurus. Yes, it is Luchasaurus, who I think has a really fun gimmick. He's a wrestling dinosaur. And he's a lucha one. 
and he wears a really cool mask. What's not to love? Nothing, exactly. Again, one of those people whose gimmick is just so out there in a good way that he doesn't really need to cut a promo, and he's just very likable because he's, like, friends with all these fun people, and he seems like a really nice dinosaur person. So he's got that likability factor, doesn't really need to cut promos. So, any I, I haven't seen him really cut too many promos, but I'm sure he'd be good at it. Well, actually, I have. I've seen him do some package stage stuff, and he's very, very funny, which is also always a plus. Um, what else about him? Oh, obviously, really good wrestler. Uh, I mean, for a man his size, being able to do some of those moves, it's bloody insane, I'll tell you that much. And he's part of a really good tag team, that being the J- Jurassic Express, who I give him the tag titles AW. They're uh, easy, easily better than the Young Bucks, and I like, I like, um, I, I like, I like, um, why am I, why am I still talking? I like, I like Jurassic Express a lot. I do, and I like the Young Bucks too, but I, I like Jurassic Express more, and part of that's because Luchasaurus is the best. Give him the TNT title. Screw you, Miro. I'm sorry. I, I don't hurt me, Miro. I bet he could, but again, Luchasaurus. Very likable wrestler. Very good wrestler. What's not to love? Nothing. Nothing's what's not to love. I'll tell you that much. Next nominee, a uh, fellow AEW wrestler of his, though not really connected in any way, although they're both, both currently in a tag team. It is the man from Cincinnati, Ohio, the former Shield member, John Moxley. Reannouncing seems fun. I want to do it sometime. I really like the guy AEW has. That was a bit of a off-topic tangent, to be honest with you. But Mr. Jonathan Moxley, I mean, of course, insanely charismatic. I mean, he has that likability factor where he both seems like someone you could, like, genuinely meet, but he's also kind of, like, out there in a way where, like, it's a, it's a very nice middle ground. That I, and he, But he does seem like a likable guy, like this tough-nosed, hardcore extremist. Who can cut a really solid promo, and honestly, his with Eddie Kingston can be very funny when he needs to, which is very, very, very helpful for him as a character. Uh, Of course, he also enters to Wild Fang, which is cool, and he does the paradigm shift, which is very cool. Speaking of paradigm shifts and moves, he's also a very good wrestler. Not sure if you noticed, but he's had his fair share of fun ones. A great. Um, I think he would be even better in the Attitude Era, by the way, but that that's just off topic. A great, the master of the brawl, as as you could say, like those like brawling matches where like they, if you do them like too, if they can get very boring. Uh, like an example would be Miss um, Edge versus Randall Randall Keith at, in the Last Man Standing match, but he's perfected it to the point where he can make it not seem boring. Great hardcore extremist and a great and pretty good technical wrestler too. Very good. Very fun wrestler, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty tough wrestler, which is also, I mean, he survived the explosion at Revolution, so like, he must be pretty tough. Am I right, guys? Am I right? No, nobody. Okay, whatever. But yeah, Moxley, really nice promo, really good promo. Very, pretty funny guy when he needs to be. Like his character, uh, nice middle ground where he is both a real, per- could be a real person, but is a bit extreme, and pretty good wrestler. Pretty, pretty good wrestler. What's not to love? We are moving on to the final nominee. And a list of the best current wrestlers would not be complete without the head of the table, the tribal chief, the universal champion, Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman, like... Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that background noise. I'll try to speed through this. All right. 
Uh, Roman, I mean, what's not to love? What, such a great character. So good at layering his character. Again, sorry about the background noise. Just awesome. What a great character. Very, very good heel in the way he manipulates people. And such an awesome wrestler as of recent. WWE has let him do those like 30-minute pay-per-view main events. And they can he could do like a technical wrestling clinic with like with Cesaro and Brian. Or he can have just like a really hard-hitting fun affair, like the two matches with Owens. And he's just such a good wrestler, such a good character, such a great mic worker. He is treated like a star. And I mean, like, he's the head of the table. What do you want? What else do you want me to tell you? He's and I mean, like, he can't not be a nominee for the best current my favorite current wrestlers. I just such an interesting, always love to see where his stories go. Always has fun matches. Great promo, great character. Everything about him is awesome, baby. So that's the that's it for my uh, nominees. Uh, we're gonna next up. We're gonna get to the top ten. See you there. Welcome back to the Suplex Show. As usual, I'm your host Brett A. And for some reason, I'm doing the thing I would normally do in the intro, even though we're at the top ten. So before I make myself look like more of a fool, we're gonna go with top ten. The woman's one of the the only woman's wrestler on this list, even though nominee I forgot to put her in. But uh, Sasha Banks definitely should have been a nominee. You know, great wrestler, great heel, magical run last year with not my 10th person, actually. Tenth, number 10 of my favorite current wrestler, current wrestlers is Bailey, the hugger, or these days, not really. More of a role model, in fact. Um, so, you know, Bailey, I mean, what's not to like? Like, of course, a great wrestler, like so many great matches. Like, the match with Sasha last year at Hell in a Cell. She had a really fun match with uh, Bel Air at Mania Backlash. I mean, and just, like, so many. So, and, like, during her title reign, she had a lot of fun ones. Just so so many good matches to look from. Such a great wrestler. Such a great talent. Um, magical. She can work well as a face or a heel, as you know, from her days as the hugger. She, for a while, I mean, like, before the fans started to turn on her, which it wasn't really her fault. It was more creatives fault and of course you know the fans just turning on people like they do they turn on Kofi they turn on Rollins they turn on just about everyone but um you know like but before the t- fans turn on over she was over like Rover as they say like her match like when she was in NXT super super over and when she first came up to the main roster for the first like year or two super over with the hugger character and, like, such a great baby face, such, like, uh, genuinely. And now she's turned heel, and she's just so entertaining and such a great heel. The laughing thing she's currently doing isn't the best. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I think it's more of a thing, like, creatives. Like, oh, you got it. Vince probably finds it funny. She's, like, that was Bailey's worst mistake was laughing. And now Vince is like, oh, I love your laugh. You got to do it more, even though it's kind of stupid. But, you know, she and she always finds a way to make it work. Just such an entertaining and funny person. And, like, I could, I could watch Bailey matches all day. And I could watch Bailey promos all day because she's hilarious as a heel. And, like, just, like, so funny and entertaining. Like, and, of course, that magical run she had last year uh, with Sasha when, like, Sasha was Raw Women's Champion. They were the Women's Tag Champions. Just so, so, so good. Bailey's the best. And that's why Bailey's number 10. Next up, number nine, is the final AEW wrestler on this list and my favorite AEW wrestler, potentially the soon-to-be AEW champion. He better win Tony. I don't care about Kenny. 
this belt collector storyline, whatever, doesn't matter. Because he's going up against the man, or should I say, the boy, the myth, the legend. It is one-third of Jurassic Express, because Marco Stun is technically part of the group. It's Monsieur. That means, I think that means Mr. in French. I don't know. It's Jungle Boy, is what I'm trying to say. Jungle Boy. I mean, like, come on. It's Jungle Boy. He's over. He's so over it, like at Revolution when he won, or not Revolution, Double or Nothing, when he won that Casino Battle Royale match, people were bloody losing their minds, or like on Dark or Dino in the past couple weeks, with Life Cries Back, people have lost their minds for Jungle Boy. I mean, like, and why wouldn't you? Like, he's just like such a great character, obviously, like this guy from the jungle. Okay, I make it sound bad. But it's really good. Like, this jungle guy, and he's with Luchasaurus, you know, Jurassic Express, awesome tag team, obviously. And he's such a good wrestler. Like, so underrated. Part of me wants them to win the tag titles, but the other part of me wants them to go on a singles run. And it, it's tearing me in two, to be honest with you. Because he's such a good singles wrestler. Like, he, I think he had that match with, was it Cash Wheeler or Dax Harwood? I'm not sure who's who, to be honest with you. The name change was awfully confusing. But he had a match with one of them on Dynamite last year, and it was so good. And then that he was great in the Casino Battle Royale, and he's always great in his tag matches, and he's just so good. And he doesn't really promo much, but when he does, like, backstage stuff, he's, like, hilarious, super funny. And, like, just he's, like, one of those people where, like, he's more of an out-there character, which isn't a problem, but he's just so likable. Like, how could you not like him? He just seems like such a nice guy. Like, oh, and, he's, and he has that awesome theme. The, um, I think it's called, like, Tarzan something, Tarzan Boy, Jungle Boy, something like that. Great theme song. So glad Tony Khan paid for that one. But, you know, Jungle Boy, I mean, such a great wrestler, such a, such, so over with fans, such a great baby face, so likable, and that theme song. Woo! Hot, some, some, oh, and uh, I forgot to mention that match with uh, Darby. He had on Dynamite, another absolute classic match. What a, what, what a contest between those two. So, I mean, if you don't like Jungle Boy now, if I haven't sold Jungle Boy to you, then I don't know how I can, to be honest with you, because I've just gushed about him for the past two-ish minutes, two, three minutes. So, uh, yeah, Jungle Boy is awesome. Best, best. He's facing Kenny in a couple weeks. They better give him that title. And then and then he can go on, and then he can go to WWE and win the WWE title. And he, can, he, he should be the belt collector, not Kenny. I want belt collector Jungle Boy. So, uh, number eight is Mr. AJ Smiles, or Styles, you know. I like to call him AJ Smiles. I don't know why. He doesn't smile much, but he does sometimes. I don't know. I just thought it was a fun nickname, to be honest with you. And AJ, I mean, he's fall. I Normally, I would have him much higher, but Creative has handled him extremely poorly since his tag team run with Omos started. I mean, he just loses all the time. He lost to Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker. How do you lose to Jackson Riker? He's like a perennial jobber. And this man who was like, when he first came to Raw, he was on this like super undefeated streak. And now he's in the tag team division. And he's like, he sucks. Well, he doesn't suck, but like creative, but he loses all the time. And I feel bad because I like him a lot. And I think creative's doing him dirty. But let's get on to the good things about AJ Styles. I.e. the things he can control himself, which are his in-ring matches. Because if you don't think AJ Styles is one of the all-time great ring workers, then I don't know if you're a wrestling fan, to be honest with you. Because, like, the sheer number of classics, it's, like, like let me, like, take a second to be like, Ugh, 
Wow, that's that's a lot of good matches. Of course, uh, triple threat for the IC title. Um, Daniel versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental title. All his matches with Bryan when they were feuding. Um, I'm trying to think some others. Uh, like so many matches in like New Japan, and I don't watch Ring New Japan or ROH or TNA, but I know he's had some really good matches there with the likes of Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, you know, Kurt Curtis Angle probably. That's Kurt Angle, in case you didn't know. Like, just so, what a great in-ring worker. Both acrobatically talented and is able to pick apart a limb, tell a nice technical story. Nice little mesh between those two. The Styles Clash is pretty cool. I've seen some people be down on the Styles Clash. And I think it's really cool. Same thing with the Neutralizer. Like, why do people hate the Neutralizer? I think it's a pretty cool finisher, to be honest. Back to AJ Styles, though. Great, great in-ring worker. Uh, Solid character. You know, this arrogant guy who thinks he's phenomenal. Solid. He knew he does good stuff with it. I think when they let when they give him good stuff, good stuff, he's a solid promo. But recently they haven't. It's just like, oh, almost as tall. Yeah, that that's about it. But I think he can be a very good promo. And there's just something about AJ that I just I like so much. Like, I just can't not like him. I don't know why. I just can't not like him. That's why he's number eight. All right, so let's 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 move along here because this episode's probably gonna be pretty long. I've talked a lot in these episodes recently. Like, uh, it's pretty bad. Next up, number seven is Mister Fiend Balor, also known as the Demon, also known as the Prince, also known as I don't know if he has another nickname. To be honest with you, he might, but I'm not sure. Of course, Balor, 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 Fiend Balor. Such a likable baby face. Let's start with that. Very, very over with fans. People love him. And, like, again, such a likable baby face. Especially, he just seems like not not really the Prince character, but, like, when he was on the main roster, it's just, like, not Demon Balor, but his regular Balor. He just seems like such a nice guy and, like, a guy you would want to meet. And, of course, such a great wrestler. I mean, has so many great matches in NXT and some really fun ones on the main roster, too. I mean, just such a great in-ring worker. Great job with the gimmick, especially the demon. He does such a good job with the demon character. I haven't seen him in a while, but would love to see him come back to the main roster and get, like, a big, big push where, like, he wins money in the bank and then he, like, wins the world title. Would love to see that because his work in NXT has been phenomenal. I mean, the matches with Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, I'm pretty sure he had a while back one with Jonathan Gargano, which was really good. Uh, the triple threat at Mania 34 with Miz and Rollins. Just so many, so many, so many good matches from him. And he's just such a likable babyface. Like, I could really like this guy. Plays his characters very well. That being the demon and the prince. And the prince is, he can go between very likable babyface and a very serious but also likable babyface, which is really, really nice. Pretty good promo when they give him good stuff. I think he can be a really solid promo. And he's grown a lot in his promos recent in the recent years, which is really really nice to see that progression. And, you know, I just I like Finn Balor a lot. I don't know what else to say. So, uh, yeah, Finn Balor, pretty dope. Next up, number six spot, uh, six more to go. Or After this, we got one, two, three, four, five more to go. I don't know why I counted. I mean, I could have just, like, easily known because it's top ten, and once you finish six, you have five left. Like, am I stupid or something? I don't know. I might be stupid. But, um, yeah. So, um, uh, number six is Adam Cole, baby. The former leader of the Undisputed Era, also a former leader of the Bullet Club, and now he's a singles guy, which is cool. 
Uh, Adam Cole. So where do I start? Um, of course, such a such a such a good wrestler. I mean, like, when was the last time Cole had a bad match? I think I said this recently on a podcast too. But like, when was the last time Paul called a bad match? And he's had so many classic matches with like Champa, Gargano, Keith Lee, and like his indie his indies matches have been so good. I thought the one with O'Reilly was really fun. But his matches with Balor have been really fun. And just such a, such a, such a good wrestler. I mean, such a fun moveset. Like the Panama Sunrise, really cool. Last shot, really cool finisher. Love his moveset. Love his wrestling ability. I think he's really good at that. Uh, what else? Adam Cole. Really good promo. Like when they get, when he talks. Like I think he doesn't get as much shout out for such a good promo. Like he had a really nice, I'd go back and watch it if I were you, if you didn't see it. On NXT last week, he had a bit of a shooty one with um, Karrion Cross. Which I thought was like incredibly good. I thought it was really, really good one. I, I definitely thought he's he's a really good promo and he needs to be and when he when he needs to be is always he's always a really good promo, is what I was trying to say there. Finn yeah, why did I call him Finn Balor? Adam Cole. Great promo, great wrestler. And of course, you know, a member of Undisputed Era, which is an awesome faction. Remember the Bolt well, former member of the Bolt Club, which was also a pretty cool faction. I mean, Adam Cole. What's not to like? Very excited for this fatal five way he's gonna be in. At TakeOver, by the way. I think it's going to be such a cool match. I mean, you got, like, some really good in-ring workers there. Like him, O'Reilly, Gargano, and Dunn, who are all always really good. And Cross, who, when he wants to, can have a really fun one. So, very excited for that. Anyway, number five is uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, I mean, like, Kevin Owens, just such, such... I, I, keep, I keep repeating myself, but he's such a good wrestler about people. But they're all, like, such good wrestlers. I mean, like, Kevin Owens. Um, Let's see. Let's look at the matches. Of course, all his matches with Sami Zayn. That match with Apollo Crews he had last week was really fun. Uh, the match with Rollins, you know. And so, so many other ones with NXT with, like, Balor. Just such a such a great um, in-ring worker. And, like, for his size, like, I'm not, he's not, like, a really big guy. But he's decently big, and he's out here doing, like, swanton bombs. Like, it's crazy how, like, agile he is for his size and how, like, dynamic his moveset is where he can have, like, these big power moves and these fast, like, suicide dives and swanton bombs and frog splashes. Great little mesh there. Of course, such a good promo. One of the best of all time, in my opinion, in terms of promos. Because he, again, it's one of those, like, down-to-earth people that you, like, very likable as, like, it's just like, oh, he's just kind of like a normal guy, and he's just, like, trying to fight, you know, make money so they can support his family. Like, how can you not be behind him? Oh, of course, also classmate matches. Those two with Reigns, the TLC and Last Man Standing, were both very, very, very good. And, of course, a very good promo. And um, he can work very well as a healer. Our face, obviously, as a face with, like, the, um, uh, what was it called? Or like right now, he's been working for like the just keep fighting. Like it's so like really very very likable. Um, the, and then he worked. He's worked as a heel against uh, Sami Zayn in NXT, and he worked as a heel against like that run with Chris Jericho when he was Universal Champion. Uh, just such such great stuff from Kevin Owens. Like I don't know how you can't like him. And speaking of Kevin Owens, this was a nice little group together because number four is. His one might even say counterpart, the former El Generico, Mr. Sammy Zayn. I mean, like, come on. Sammy Zayn is awesome. Sammy Zayn 
is awesome, baby. I mean, like, how can you not like Zayn? I mean, like, first of all, such a great in-ring worker. Like, so good as, um, uh, like, a, like, such a dynamic wrestler. Like, really great high flyer. So many fun matches he's had. And, like, a very nice ring IQ and, like, sense of how to sell. And, um... What else? What else? Just so so much fun to watch in the ring. Very smooth. The blue and that blue thunder bomb he does, I love. It's like so pretty to watch. Um, just like, like so great, so great. Sami Zayn, awesome. And of course, he can work well as a heel or a face. Um, of course, he worked as a face in NXT for a while, and he was very very good. And when he first came up, he was a face, and everyone really liked him. And um. And then now he's a heel with his conspiracy theory gimmick, which is incredibly good. Um, like, just such, such, the conspiracy gimmick so much fun. And he's hilarious to watch. Such a fun promo. It really does a great job with his character. And, of course, like I said, in-ring matches. I mean, classics with Owens. Classics with, um, I thought the Brian match he had was really good. The triple threat for the IC title was really good. His matches with uh, Big E was really good. Fatal 4-Way for the IC title. And, like, all the stuff, like, outside of WWE, which I'm not as familiar with. Just, like, all that. So good. Such a great in-ring worker. So good as a babyface or a heel. Really fun promo. And, again, as a babyface, he's just, like, seems like this real person that's very likable. And as a heel, he also, like, just, like, this crazy guy that, like, it's like, oh, my gosh, he's at it again. And it's just, like, hilarious. All right, we're in a top three scenario, everyone, um, which probably makes you glad because, A, you get to find out who my top three are, and, B, I'm almost done talking because this episode's going to be a long one because i still got these final three, and I'm, I'm rambling right now, so i still got these final three to go and the outro. Woohoo! So number three is another member of that Fatal 5-Way match for the NXT title I mentioned earlier, and that is uh, the leader of the way, Johnny Takeover. Um... The inventor of the Gargano way. It is Johnny Gargano. I mean, like, where do I start? I say this often. I said, I say this a lot. I, this is a lot of, this episode is a lot of me repeating myself, but where do I start? I mean, like, um, let's start with in-ring. I mean, in my opinion, one of the all-time top, like, great in-ring workers. Just such, like, a, such fluid wrestling. Such a great, you can do high-flying and you can do, like, technical like limb work and just so so good, such an awesome awesome wrestler. He's had so many classics with the out, just in NXT. Like not, I'm not even talking about outside of WWE. The likes of Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, Andrade, probably one with uh, Velveteen Dream. I think he had one with Velveteen Dream that I heard was pretty good. Um, probably one with O'Reilly. Probably one with Pete Dunne. Like I'm just assuming he's had classic matches with these people because he oh Kushida. His match with Kushida is so underrated. Like, go watch it now. It's one of my top three favorite matches of all time. At uh, Takeover on Tuesday, so good matches, great matches with Bronson Reed, and like just so so many great matches, so many good matches. Of course, uh, very over with fans, especially as a face. Like that run when like he was going against Cole, and like the fans were just so behind him, like. Works great as a face. People love him as a face. And he's great as a heel, too. His work with The Way has been nothing short of great. I mean, like, he's so, like, funny as a heel. And just, like, this, like, kind of similar heel gimmick to 
Sami Zayn, where he's just kind of this like outlandish heel character, where he's like hilarious and just so good. Such a fun promo, either as a face or a heel. And like, I mean, you can work great as face or heel. He's over. Great promo. Awesome wrestler. What else do you want? Number two is actually a faction because it's a faction of three, and I didn't want them taking up three slots. It's your boys, the New Day. I mean, like, I'll, I'll run through each of them and then run through them all through. So let's, and I'll, I'll try to keep this one quick. Uh, Xavier Woods. I mean, such a talented and underrated in-ring individual. Such a fun promo and genuinely seems like a very nice guy. Of course, his work outside of WWE on Up, Up, Down, Down. Also very fun. Uh, really fun matches with the likes of, uh, like, the Hurt Business as a tag team. The six-man with the shield with the New Day was very good. His match with Riddle a couple weeks ago on Raw was pretty good. The one he had with Orton last week was also pretty fun. Uh, just so many. He's such an underrated in-ring worker and overcame that ACL tear to come back and be even better than ever. So great. Great in-ring worker. Great promo. Really fun guy. Really enjoys work outside of WWE with Up Up Down Down. And he's a gamer. And I like video games. So it's relatable. Yeah. Uh, next is Mr. Big E. And if you want to talk about funny, I think Big E is one of the funniest people in the WWE. I mean, if you need an example of this, A, um, watch the New Day podcast, or listen to it, I guess you could say. But this one first, but then the New Day podcast. All three of them are so funny in it, and it's I would definitely recommend it. Uh, it's really funny. Uh, Big E, of course, very, very funny. Such a fun promo. Seems like a genuinely very nice and fun guy. Uh, really, all three of them very over with fans. Big E's had some really fun matches with the likes of uh, Paula Cruz, Fail Four Way for the IC title. He was in matches, really fun matches with Sami Zayn, fun matches with Sheamus. You know, just tons of fun matches, even just as a singles guy. I mean, like, yeah. And he's very fun, a very good wrestler in ring where he can do this, like, this big guy stuff. But he also has some, like, more like agile stuff, like his big like running splash and the splash in the apron. Uh, very for a big guy for a guy his size can work very fast match, and I think that's very good. And so you know, Biggie hilarious first of all, um, great worker, um, in the ring, very fun, uh, very charismatic, solid promo. I mean, yeah. And then the final member, Mister Kofi Kingston, and he's a, of course a very very talented in ring individual. Uh, such great high-flying maneuvers. And re- re- another one that's very, very over with fans. Like, fans love him. And, of course, he's had, like, his fair share of classics with, like, Brian. He had a really fun with, with Owens. All, like, the tag team matches with New Day. And, like, just so many, so many, so many good matches. And, I mean, he's been in the WWE for so long. So many titles won. I mean, he's another very funny person. Very good in-ring worker. Not as great on the on the stick as um his fellow New Day members, but still, I mean, like very acceptable as a promo, very fun, very awesome. And then the group as a whole, they just all like go together, like so great, and they're funny and they're great as six man. They work well together as a tag team. I mean, what's not to love? And so number one is a man that is very close to my heart, and not not like that. I mean, like I like him. As a wrestler, I think he's really cool. And number one, drum roll, please. Do, 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 do. Yes, we don't have the drum roll sound effect. It's Seth freaking Rollins. So, Rollins. Um, I mean, of course, such a good in-ring worker. Very good at, like, he can have, like, a 
like a wrestling match or like a, like high flying that kind of stuff. Very good technical anti flying. Has had really fun matches with like Ziggler, Miz, uh, Balor. His IC title run was so so good in terms of in ring matches. Has had some fun ones with Owen, Cesaro, uh, Mysterio, both of the Mysterios to an extent. I think um, Ambrose. Some fun ones or Moxley, I guess you could say. Fun ones with um, Reigns, just so many. And then, um, what else? Lesnar, Cena, just so many good matches. So many, so many good matches. And then, very charismatic on the stick. He's gotten very, very much better. Very much better over the years where he can cut. Like, he can very, like, switch, like, his demeanor very well. Like, a great example is a couple weeks ago on SmackDown, he cut a promo on Tazara where he went from like this joking haha like kind of sincere guy to like this like dark like heel and I think he's really good promo as both a heel and a face I think he's very over with fans and I think he works well as a face and a heel I mean of course with the shield or like his icy title run or even his universal title run before fans turned on him which I don't think was really his fault he's a great face and then the Monday Night Messiah and now the Friday Night Messiah or like the whatever is you want to call his current gimmick, the visionary, I guess you could say, has been so much fun and his work with the authority, so much fun. So, you know, in conclusion, great worker, uh, great promo. Um, could work as a healer face over with fans, you know, and just like such a well-rounded performer. So uh, that's it for the top 10 list. Stick around for the outro. And uh, yeah, um, thanks for listening. See you at the outro. So, uh, welcome to the outro. Not a ton to say today, but of course, I uh, hope you, hope you liked my top, I hope you liked this episode. Sorry, it went so long. And, um, yeah, um, well, I, if you want to tell me your favorite, your top 10 wrestlers currently or all time, send them to the suplex show at gmail.com or send, um, anything there really about wrestling related and, or, or give a name and you'll get a shout out in the episode and you'll get whatever you send um read an episode so that'd be pretty cool uh yeah do that please and of course you know follow us on spotify we're now on like google podcast radio wave breaker all those fun places so go there follow us too you know all that fun stuff um follow us on twitter at the suplex show follow me the host on twitter at kind platypus um what else what else shout us out on twitter uh shout us out to your friends um Tell other people to listen to us. Um, you know, come back, listen to us again, please. I need, I need the listeners. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm missing, and not, not really that I can think of. So, uh, of course, you know, suplexshow@gmail.com. Like I said before, you know, stuff there. And uh, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, see you next time. Bye. <laughs>